0: Section 32 of Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha. Translated by Laura Clifford Barney. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Cynthia Moyer. Chapter 80 Reincarnation. Question What is the truth of the question of reincarnation which is believed by some people? Answer. The object of what we are about to say is to explain the reality, not to deride the beliefs of other people. It is only to explain the facts, that is all. We do not oppose any one's ideas, nor do we approve of criticism. Know then that those who believe in reincarnation are of two classes. One class does not believe in the spiritual punishments and rewards of the other world, and they suppose that man, by reincarnation and return to this world, gains rewards and recompenses. They consider heaven and hell to be restricted to this world, and do not speak of the existence of the other world. Among these there are two further divisions. One division thinks that man sometimes returns to this world in the form of an animal, in order to undergo severe punishment, and that, after enduring this painful torment, he will be released from the animal world and will come again into the human world. This is called transmigration. The other division thinks that from the human world, one again returns to the human world, and that by this return, rewards and punishments for a former life are obtained. This is called reincarnation. Neither of these classes speak of any other world besides this one. The second sort of believers in reincarnation affirm the existence of the other world and they consider reincarnation the means of becoming perfect, that is, they think that man, by going from and coming again to this world, will gradually acquire perfections until he reaches the inmost perfection. In other words, that men are composed of matter and force, matter in the beginning, that is to say, in the first cycle, is imperfect but on coming repeatedly to this world it progresses and acquires refinement and delicacy until it becomes like a polished mirror, and force, which is no other than spirit, is realized in it with all the perfections. This is the presentation of the subject by those who believe in reincarnation and transmigration. We have condensed it, IF WE ENTERED INTO THE DETAILS IT WOULD TAKE MUCH TIME, THIS SUMMARY IS SUFFICIENT. NO LOGICAL ARGUMENTS AND PROOFS OF THIS QUESTION ARE BROUGHT FORWARD. THEY ARE ONLY SUPPOSITIONS AND INFERENCES FROM CONJECTURES AND NOT CONCLUSIVE ARGUMENTS. PROOFS MUST BE ASKED FOR FROM THE BELIEVERS IN REINCARNATION AND NOT CONJECTURES, SUPPOSITIONS AND IMAGINATIONS but you have asked for arguments of the impossibility of reincarnation this is what we must now explain the first argument for its impossibility is that the outward is the expression of the inward the earth is the mirror of the kingdom the material world corresponds to the spiritual world now observe that in the sensible world appearances are not repeated for no being in any respect is identical with nor the same as another being the sign of singleness is visible and apparent in all things if all the granaries of the world were full of grain you would not find two grains absolutely alike the same and identical without any distinction it is certain that there will be differences and distinctions between them as the proof of uniqueness exists in all things and the oneness and unity of god is apparent in the reality of all things the repetition of the same appearance is absolutely impossible therefore reincarnation which is the repeated appearance of the same spirit with its former essence and condition in this same world of appearance is impossible and unrealizable as the repetition of the same appearance is impossible and interdicted for each of the material beings so for spiritual beings also a return to the same condition whether in the arc of descent or in the arc of ascent is interdicted and impossible for the material corresponds to the spiritual nevertheless the return of material beings with regard to species is evident so the trees which during former years brought forth leaves blossoms and fruits in the coming years will bring forth exactly the same leaves blossoms and fruits this is called the repetition of species if any one makes an objection saying that the leaf the blossom and the fruit have been decomposed and have descended from the vegetable world to the mineral world and again have come back from the mineral world to the vegetable world and therefore there has been a repetition the answer is that the blossom the leaf and the fruit of last year were decomposed And these combined elements were disintegrated and were dispersed in space and that the particles of the leaf and fruit of last year after decomposition have not again become combined and have not returned on the contrary by the composition of new elements the species has returned it is the same with the human body which after decomposition becomes disintegrated, and the elements which composed it are dispersed. If, in like manner, this body should again return from the mineral or vegetable world, it would not have exactly the same composition of elements as the former man. Those elements have been decomposed and dispersed. They are dissipated in this vast space. Afterwards, other particles of elements have been combined and a second body has been formed it may be that one of the particles of the former individual has entered into the composition of the succeeding individual but these particles have not been conserved and kept exactly and completely without addition or diminution so that they may be combined again and from that composition and mingling another individual may come into existence so it cannot be proved that this body with all its particles has returned that the former man has become the latter and that consequently there has been repetition that the spirit also like the body has returned and that after death its essence has come back to this world If we say that this reincarnation is for acquiring perfections, so that matter may become refined and delicate, and that the light of the spirit may be manifest in it with the greatest perfection, this also is mere imagination. For, even supposing we believe in this argument, still change of nature is impossible through renewal and return the essence of imperfection by returning does not become the reality of perfection complete darkness by returning does not become the source of light the essence of weakness is not transformed into power and might by returning and an earthly nature does not become a heavenly reality the tree of zakum no matter how frequently it may come back, will not bring forth sweet fruit, and the good tree, no matter how often it may return, will not bear a bitter fruit. Therefore it is evident that returning and coming back to the material world does not become the cause of perfection. This theory has no proofs nor evidences. It is simply an idea. No, in reality, the cause of acquiring perfections is the bounty of God. The Theosophists believe that man on the Ark of Ascent will return many times until he reaches the supreme center. In that condition, matter becomes a clear mirror, the light of the Spirit will shine upon it with its full power, and essential perfection will be acquired. Now, this is an established and deep theological proposition that the material worlds are terminated at the end of the arc of descent, and that the condition of man is at the end of the arc of descent, and at the beginning of the arc of ascent, which is opposite to the supreme center. Also, from the beginning to the end of the arc of ascent, There are numerous spiritual degrees. The arc of descent is called beginning, and that of ascent is called progress. The arc of descent ends in materialities, and the arc of ascent ends in spiritualities. The point of the compass in describing a circle makes no retrograde motion, For this would be contrary to the natural movement and the divine order. Otherwise the symmetry of the circle would be spoilt. Moreover, this material world has not such value or such excellence that man, after having escaped from this cage, will desire a second time to fall into this snare. No, through the eternal bounty, the worth and true ability of man becomes apparent and visible by traversing the degrees of existence and not by returning when the shell is once opened it will be apparent and evident whether it contains a pearl or worthless matter when once the plant has grown it will bring forth either thorns or flowers there is no need for it to grow up again besides, advancing and moving in the worlds in a direct line according to the natural law is the cause of existence, and a movement contrary to the system and law of nature is the cause of non-existence. The return of the soul after death is contrary to the natural movement and opposed to the divine system. Therefore, by returning it is absolutely impossible to obtain existence it is as if man after being freed from the womb should return to it a second time consider what a puerile imagination this is which is implied by the belief in reincarnation and transmigration believers in it consider the body as a vessel in which the spirit is contained as water is contained in a cup this water has been taken from one cup and poured into another this is child's play they do not realize that the spirit is an incorporeal being and does not enter and come forth but is only connected with the body as the sun is with the mirror if it were thus AND THE SPIRIT BY RETURNING TO THIS MATERIAL WORLD COULD PASS THROUGH THE DEGREES AND ATTAIN TO ESSENTIAL PERFECTION, IT WOULD BE BETTER IF GOD PROLONGED THE LIFE OF THE SPIRIT IN THE MATERIAL WORLD UNTIL IT HAD ACQUIRED PERFECTIONS AND GRACES. IT THEN WOULD NOT BE NECESSARY FOR IT TO TASTE OF THE CUP OF DEATH OR TO ACQUIRE A SECOND LIFE. The idea that existence is restricted to this perishable world, and the denial of the existence of divine worlds, originally proceeded from the imaginations of certain believers in reincarnation. But the divine worlds are infinite. If the divine worlds culminated in this material world, creation would be futile, nay, existence would be pure child's play the result of these endless beings, which is the noble existence of man, would come and go for a few days in this perishable dwelling, and after receiving punishments and rewards, at last all would become perfect. The divine creation and the infinite existing beings would be perfected and completed, and then the divinity of the Lord and the names and qualities of God on behalf of these spiritual beings would as regards their effect result in laziness and inaction glory to thy lord the lord who is sanctified from all their descriptions such were the limited minds of the former philosophers like ptolemy and the others who believed and imagined that the world life and existence were restricted to this terrestrial globe, and that this boundless space was confined within the nine spheres of heaven, and that all were empty and void. Consider how greatly their thoughts were limited, and how weak their minds. Those who believe in reincarnation think that the spiritual worlds are restricted to the worlds of human imagination. Moreover, some of them, like the Druzes and the Nusaires, think that existence is restricted to this physical world. What an ignorant supposition! For in this universe of God, which appears in the most complete perfection, beauty, and grandeur, the luminous stars of the material universe are innumerable. Then we must reflect How limitless and infinite are the spiritual worlds, which are the essential foundation. Be attentive, O people of insight. But let us return to our subject. In the divine scriptures and holy books, return is spoken of, but the ignorant have not understood the meaning, and those who believed in reincarnation have made conjectures on the subject for what the divine prophets meant by return is not the return of the essence but that of the qualities it is not the return of the manifestation but that of the perfections in the gospel it says that john the son of zacharias is elias these words do not mean the return of the rational soul and personality of elias in the body of john But rather that the perfections and qualities of Elias were manifested and appeared in John. A lamp shone in this room last night, and when tonight another lamp shines, we say the light of last night is again shining. Water flows from a fountain, then it ceases. And when it begins to flow a second time, we say this water is the same water flowing again or we say this light is identical with the former light it is the same with the spring of last year when blossoms flowers and sweet-scented herbs bloomed and delicious fruits were brought forth next year we say that those delicious fruits have come back and those blossoms flowers and blooms have returned and come again This does not mean that exactly the same particles composing the flowers of last year have, after decomposition, been again combined and have then come back and returned. On the contrary, the meaning is that the delicacy, freshness, delicious perfume, and wonderful color of the flowers of last year are visible and apparent in exactly the same manner in the flowers of this year. Briefly, this expression refers only to the resemblance and likeness which exist between the former and latter flowers. The return which is mentioned in the divine scriptures is this. It is fully explained by the supreme pen in the Kitabulikan. Refer to it, so that you may be informed of the truth of the divine mysteries. Upon you be greetings and praise. End of section 32